0: So, Eric, clearly, you, uh, uh, and I said Cleary, not clearly. He, thank he, you. He warned me three times not to say clearly, because yeah, you're always uh, getting it, right? Yeah. Um, you were officially one of my first guests. When did we shoot last? Uh, the beginning of July. We've, we've taken a hiatus for the last two months. I went on uh, much needed vacation. And uh, you're my first guest that I've never met before until cool. today. Yeah, so, thanks for having me. Yeah, I yeah,
1: appreciate it. Nice so, office. Thank you. Toothpicks and all, appreciate the bath was the bathroom. How was the parking situation? It's pretty packed up there. Yeah, and then, you know, before we started this podcast, we were just shooting the uh shooting the stuff about uh vehicles. So I think, you know, I've I'm probably sticking out like three, four feet because I got that truck. Mine always does. And I'm looking me. next to like all these cars that are like six feet long and uh it's awkward driving. But other than that it's good. Yeah. So. Nice. Parking 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 lot's fine. Truck's just the truck, right? So
0: so you have a, you know, I, I know you through Cam. Cam has been talking about you for a while, and plus I've been, I've been following you. You have a lot of stuff going on, so I'm going to try to cover it all and, and break it sure. all down. Um, you know, on the, on the real estate side of things, well, they're all in real estate, but on the realtor side of things, if you will, you're with REMAX Escarpment,
1: correct? Yep. it's REMAX Escarpment, REMAX Niagara. It's
0: really uh, blown up in the last few years.
1: Yeah, we were, in, we were in Vegas. I've uh, been there twice now for R4, which is a huge REMAX event, and... Um, our broker of record, uh, Conrad, we, we, we won some pretty cool awards. Fastest growing in, in uh, North America, most new agents. Well, what's changed there for the company? Because it really seems to, the last few years, really... Uh, yeah, and, and you know what? As much as I'm probably not the best person to ask, because I'm not overly involved in the brokerage scene. And like, I mean, I've got the agents I stay in touch with. Um, obviously, my, my admin staff deal with uh, their admin staff on a more regular basis. But uh, I think they've just put a focus on... Uh, The agents and I know it's a big broad sort of basic generic term to say but uh, or way to say it anyways uh, I think there's just been uh, You know this there's there's I think this Acceleration of of these newer brokerages Um, Obviously some of them worked out well and some didn't so I think people to an extent um, I can't put words in everyone's mouth maybe felt comfortable to go back to a brand that was so recognized Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I, I think there's, you know, one of the biggest teams and, and some of the top agents are at Remax uh, sure. in our area, and um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 again, it's a it's a brand that everyone knows. For me, I love Remax; got nothing bad to say about them at all. Um, I've never put in a, a major focus on on where you hang your hat per se. Um, I feel a lot of it is certainly, you know, you need the support, but I feel like a lot of it is, is obviously what you're willing to do. Yeah, for sure. How like do you stay organized? I, and, and I know you own a broker, so I don't say that in any sort of way. That's, yeah, yeah, I know. You yeah. know, it, it, you're working for people you like that care about you and have systems and processes in place is important. And obviously, I'm an employer as well, so uh, I understand the importance of it. But.
0: And how long have you been in the business on
1: the, on the realtor side of things? So July 2019. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so fairly I've been, new. Yeah, yeah. I've Interesting, been a, I've been Interesting time to come into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been a top agent since day one, which is cool. Um, Obviously, you know, we built a successful, I have a partner as well, we built a successful company that uh, sort of feeds our real estate business, right, and and sort of morphed us into these investment-focused realtors that, um, that essentially... You know, not to not to sound uh, overly important, but we're you know we're real estate asset managers. That's that's honestly what I would uh, sort of classify myself as.
0: So I think um, your different uh, focuses are, are working together. Um, sure. So I think it's referred to as the investment team, and that's you and your partner. Yeah. And then on the property management side, you're uh, you create a company called Orange List. Correct. Correct. So tell me tell me how
1: they work together and, and how they benefit one another. So yeah, I give you a, won't, won't bore you, but I'll give you a little background. So I, I graduated. Bore me. <laughs> okay. Excuse me. So I went to Brock University for five years, I uh, have an honors degree and in, in my last semester I, was, I worked at Telus uh, as a part-time sales rep for, for three and a half years and uh, my last semester I met my business partner who's Brian and um, you know I overheard him reject a Blackberry warranty. So I kind of interjected myself into the conversation, did some quick math and said hey it's you know, seven bucks a month, it's $84 a year, it's $168, phone's worth 500 Anyways, I sold him the warranty, and he hasn't bought warranties in forever. I uh, sent him an email the next morning, and he said, hey, I, you know, he was a realtor at the time. He was doing some leasing for clients. No real management. He had a couple people he did some extra things for. But uh, So anyways, I started leasing houses in between classes and, and in between, um, you know, working at Talents and whatnot. And I started cold calling people as well on Kijiji, sort of found the sort of terrible ads and, and, and targeted them and you know this sort of leasing uh business turned into a full service management company so you know from obviously rent collection to sort of just overall asset management from inspections to to maintenance to to everything and you know it um you know and then and then it turned into let's let's sell the investments we know what works well and what doesn't we know what tenants want and what they don't want so everything started to sort of systematically just um fall into place. And I feel like, you know, I, I read a lot of books, I listen to a lot of audiobooks. books, I, I spend, you know, I try to spend about an hour a day ingesting information. Um, and the cool thing was, is, you know, we naturally sort of spent three, four years really building our business up till we're, you know, we're seven figures. Uh, and then I got my real estate license. So like Orange Justice 2014, 2015, real estate 2019, construction sort of 2020, 2021. So I feel like we, we we build the foundation, get comfortable, understand. So you're it. focused on the, the property management side of it first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I wanted to be an agent from day one, right? I really did. You know, I was the leasing property management guy with a small business and and the the guys that I thought were kind of impressive and cool were the were the agents. And, you know, um my partner is was certainly someone I can thank for for keeping me focused and you know, putting the ego aside and, and the other things that I sort of wanted and thought were the were the right moves and you know when, when it's time I got my license we had staff like we would scaled enough that I could comfortably focus on something else right and and the quality and the service that we provided people was, was unaffected
0: nice that's great so, yeah. so are we talking uh, like single units like investors buying single units homes condos or are we talking multi-unit buildings
1: everything everything yeah I mean I wouldn't say I I, I mean I'm not a commercial expert I'm familiar. I, I have some pretty big leases with companies like Canadian Tire and um, Dollar Tree. So I've I've coordinated Domino's. I'm, I'm familiar with the process, the five to ten year, the leasehold improvement. Like, but would I feel comfortable right now if you told me you had you know ten million dollars to go out and, and 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 find some of the best commercial opportunities? Like I'd probably consult. But when it comes to multi residential, whether you're converting to you know from commercial to mixed res um, and commercial whether it's from commercial to res, whether it's single family to triplex, fourplex, that's stuff I specialize in. And I would say I'm, a, I'm an expert for sure. Um, and, and working closely with the other professionals in our industry that we need, right? Like I have a really good mortgage broker um, that, you know, Johnson, and I think you met him, right? So that's... No, we're, again, we met him on Instagram, just uh, okay, so <laughs> following that's, him and came to be talking about him. but uh, Cool, so that's my mortgage broker. So okay. good buddy of mine as well. And he is somebody that will... Help even in the areas where I know the information and I'm familiar with the parameters, will help. Uh, I guess dial in on some of those those points. So if we're doing a building, for say we buy a 20 unit building, we we clean up half of it, we refinance, pull the money up to clean up the other half. Mm-hmm. So just being able to educate people, or, or you know, somebody might not buy, an investor might not look at that deal because they're like, well, I don't have two million dollars to update the whole building. We well, don't have to. No,
0: you
1: have a million. Let's do half. Refinance. Let's do the other half right? So just being able to give people solutions. I mean, you're in the business, you understand. So for me, I, I obviously, I think there's a huge difference between a real estate agent and an investment an investment focused real estate agent. Um, and it's the, the sad part is I get the other end of it because I own a property management company, the biggest one in Niagara. So I get tons of calls every day, every week. And these people use realtors that they were at their weddings and that they, their son plays soccer with the dad. Sure. They have no idea what the, bylaws are in, in Thorold, if you're an agent in Burlington, right? So, uh, not to knock real estate agents. I know there's a lot of really good ones out there and I got a ton of respect. You to can't them, be an expert in everything, right? It's just like, man, like just refer them to somebody that knows what they're doing. Right. Like, so that part, um, you know, obviously I'm here to make money and, and help and, and, and serve people and all these good things. I truly am. Um, but my, a lot of my drive as I get older is to try to You know, if I can save five people from wasting their money a year, a month, a week, whatever it is, like that's that's something I'm trying to do these days and why I'm doing podcasts and trying to... is just the amount of people that that make poor decisions and it sets them so far back. One bad real estate investment sets you back years.
0: For sure. For sure. How many units would you have under management as a company? Uh, Almost
1: 1,100.
0: That's amazing. In that short (laughs) amount of time. And that's since 2019.
1: No. So... Orange List is 2015. We okay. started it. Okay. So still, I mean, it didn't really become a company until 2017. Let's say. Oh, um, well, that's not true. Maybe 2016. But uh, yeah, we, we we scaled fast. We did what our competition wasn't right. And uh, I was kind of telling you, I, I saved it before we we got on the podcast because I know you want to chat. And I'm like, let's save all this good stuff yeah. for <laughs> when we're when we're shooting. Um, uh, oh my gosh, I must lose my train of thought. Um, Twenty. 15, 2019, up to eleven hundred units oh my scale God, that what fast. It's a sign of my lack of sleep from last yeah, <laughs> No worries. No, yeah, no my worries. Bad,
0: sorry. So tell me, I'm a I'm a potential investor. I want to um, pick up a multi-unit property. Uh, what do you guys take care of? I think you're even getting into the conversions and the GCN of things in my in yeah yeah absolutely. So, so, so walking through that process.
1: Yeah. So from acquisition to stabilization, we handle everything. So you come to me, you're a busy guy. You have a family? Yep. Cool. So you got a family, you got kids, um, this whole thing going on. You have money. You don't want to take your $500,000 and invest it like we were just chatting in, in Amazon. That moves 10%, 15% a day and it's too volatile. And you're, so you want to buy real estate because you, you know the returns are better. So you come to a guy like me. Uh, I will source you an investment that works and will perform the way that I say it will perform. Not like I'm, I'm a uh, perfect... Uh, analytical human being that's going to have every, you know, numeric, va- numeric value on, on 100% correct, but I'll give you returns based on, on cash flow from the rents, based on your principal recapture, uh, which is just simply taking the interest out of the payment, what's getting paid down on the principal from the tenants rent that they're paying every month, uh, and, then, and then use a responsible uh, sort of number that we can rely on in terms of, uh, of appreciation and not so much historically speaking you know in niagara it's like four percent i'm not sure where it is in the gta but uh just give people numbers that that it's not numbers to get them all excited have them make this huge financial decision and it not to be disappointed yeah, yeah right like it just i'm very conservative with how i do it too right i run it on the worst case scenarios i'm not perfect i've made mistakes but i've learned along the way uh so so you know from that point we now find in a house i run the numbers Now I bring in my architects, I do the drawings, then I have contractors that come in, we do the work, and then Oranges, which is the company that I co-founded, comes in and we do all the leasing and advertising and and management. So it's really a one-stop shop. And the reason I got into all these other things, people ask me and they say, well, man, you must be making money everywhere. And yeah, obviously when you do a good job for people, you get paid. But it was the problem that I was relying on other people. And the problem with with this business, and, and I think a lot of businesses, is when you rely on outside, and I, I do rely on outside people, but it's like a, like an exclusive relationship, is whatever you sit and promise the client that day, it's a little out of your control. Mm-hmm. right? If you're passing the client off to, to to go out and negotiate their own trades and, and do their own construction projects, how do you know that the budget's going to be what you said it was going to be? Yeah. If, if the, yeah. You know what I mean? How do you yeah. know the timeline? Because if the timeline's not met, rents sure. aren't coming in, now the numbers change again. So, so for me, it was, I wanted to have that meeting, present those numbers, and be able to follow through on that. And, and that was the way that I was able to do it was, uh, you know, and I've tried to create my own construction business. That's a nightmare. Uh, so now I work with guys that, that kind of exclusively work for me. And I keep them busy. And, and they don't have to go sell themselves to jobs. Like, I bring them to a job I know the pricing's going to be. So great. You're because, I mean, crew. A, you're keeping a crew busy enough per year. Fifty guys year the around the clock. Yeah. That's yeah. That's great. About, uh, we so how about, many units would that be
0: per year? How many how many conversions would
1: you guys? be? So doing? I did this year probably forty five conversions. That's incredible. Um, but I mean hundreds of that's jobs. a Huge undertaking. Fifty guys. That's a that's a huge undertaking. Well, three crews. Yeah. So so one crew has fifteen. Yeah. One crew's got twenty. One yeah. So, um, and and again, it's just, and I've learned. I've 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 had guys you know, we did this podcast two years ago that I thought I'd work to get forever with, you know, and, um, unfortunately business is nasty, man. And people get greedy. Um, people get too comfortable. Yeah. And, um, those are all sort of qualities. I try not to, uh, emulate in my business and I'm guilty, right? You know, i I get a little bit lazy cause I got 25 deals closing and all this stuff coming in and I you know, it's like I don't wanna get up at eight and go to the you know, yeah. so I'm not perfect, but uh, I certainly try to correct myself as quick as possible when I feel like I'm getting into that. Yeah. It's not about like not enjoying life and getting, you know, but Complacent. I just feel but being comfortable is just not a quality no. I wanna no. I wanna ever have. So and, and, and that and people can break that down in a hundred ways. I mean comfortable where I don't feel like I'm challenging myself. No, I don't exactly. feel like I'm really pushing. I got two kids, right? I wanna go look at my kids How old are and say kids? Five and four. Five and four. Yeah. And I want to be like, yo, know, you know, like I'm pushing them in school or I'm pushing them and their passions and sports and all these things. And I want to know that like I can look at them and it's not do as I say, not as I do. It's a here's what I'm saying and here's what I do. Right. So um, I come from, uh, I have people in my family that did the, you know, don't drink and they're drinking all the time. It's like, you know, so I just, I, 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 I want to do things a little bit differently. So that's part of the reason I, I, I feel that way. Tell
0: me about the property management company. I'm really interested in the property management side of things. Yeah. I think that uh, last year I tried to buy a company over in um, London in the UK. And, um, cool. and it was an amazing learning experience that I went through. But uh, I got to learn a lot about the, the market over there and um, this industry and, and how it works. And property management is just part of every brokerage. You know, yeah. every, every yeah. realtor over there is doing some form of property management, and all the just have it as a big yeah. part of their, their business. And the company I was working with, I think, uh, property management made up about 25% of their revenue, um,
1: which was. Wow, and, very, this a, and this would be a company of what, 100 agents, 200 agents, thousands? Oh, 700. It was a, it was seven, a big okay, so company. sizable, wow. Yep. But
0: wow. Uh, tell me about the property management company, because again, I just don't think enough people
1: focus on it here. Uh, how did. How, it's not a sexy business, right? And I'm the first. I've done a lot of podcasts with, with, with tons of individuals, big companies. Uh, and I say the same thing. Uh, it's, I don't want to over sort of um, emulate or, or highlight the fact that, you know, it's personal. It's where people live. So it's harder than it. Like, I think any successful business is difficult. And I want everyone to know that. I think if you build a successful company that employs people, it's it's a tough thing to do, um, to do about it very well. But property management, you know, it's, it's, it's that little added layer, I think, that a lot of other businesses don't have. And, you know, you know, even as agents, you get a sense of it. You're dealing with emotions and all these sort of things. Property management is is difficult because, you know, you have tenants and the, the demographics are just so... A hard view between as an agent, you might work with certain people on a regular basis. Doesn't mean they're all the same, but if you sell million dollar homes, you're dealing with people that buy million dollar homes, yeah. right? Whereas at rentals, you have a I have a, I just rented a house with some very successful people from Nevada. They own you know, million dollar homes, and and they rented a, a two and a half million dollar lakefront house that overlooks my marina, where my boat's at, and you know then I rent a student bedroom or a you know uh, uh, an entry level basement apartment. So. It's a very wide range of, of, of sort of uh, personalities and, and, and demographics that you deal with. So it is certainly challenging. Uh, I, I feel like any successful business, it's, it's systems and processes. And, and, and Is it
0: human heavy? Is it body heavy? Like, uh,
1: yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, we do multiple millions of dollars in revenue now. And I would still say from a, from a numbers, our numbers are actually very good, but I would still say we're a little top heavy. But it doesn't feel that way. So, like, looking at it on paper, it looks a bit bureaucratic and bloated, if you ask me. Uh, but in reality, it's it, – the fluctuations are, are, are rampant, right? Like, you'll just – you know, obviously, uh, we're exposed to seasonal things like, like other businesses, but being – you know, make sure water taps are turned off so they don't freeze and um, organizing snow removal and salt and all the different, you know, sort of seasonal things that that, that come about. But I just – it's 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 very to to be a great property management company, um, is there's a, there's a big gap there from from just doing it, and I feel like you know I'm not to sit here I'm not the guy that'll ever badmouth my competitors. There's there's people I've met along the way that I don't respect. I'm happy to say that, but. Um, I, you've got to implement technology. you got to implement. Uh, yeah, like you I don't have know. To make, you have to hire more people. I, I
0: know a little bit about the business. Um, at one time, before I was in this business, I was managing 18 properties, most of which were my own. Yeah, so um, you know it? But I, I ran them as executive rental. So I have a little bit of knowledge about it. And, and just that little bit of knowledge, I would think that you'd have to be extremely efficient and oh, yeah. system oriented with running
1: a property management business. And and, and you know, we did it different. We, we said, hey, the company A, there's. I mean, I could sit here and pick apart for six days straight, you be drinking espressos for the next twenty four hours just to, to explain it all. But um, I'm I'm very good at. I'm not the guy that's going to sit here and, and come up with an idea like Elon Musk. I mean, I've had good ideas. Would they ever turn into I don't know. I'm the guy that that put me in a box, show me the parameters. Not a box. That sounds horrible. But you know what I mean. Show me the parameters of something, and I'll make it better. That I, that that is my skill set. So. When I looked at, at some of the, company, like for instance, you know, we scaled so fast, none of our competitors had Google reviews. It's 2015, no yeah. one has Google reviews. Let's do, I mean, me and Brian, let's do Google reviews. I give Brian more credit than I take for that, but um, let's do Google reviews, put a focus on that. Now, we're the only company now, of course, our competitors all do it. Uh, none of our competitors was using any sort of real contemporary modern technology to facilitate payments and, and stuff like that, I'm like, there's, there's such a gap. Like, I knew there was a gap because I could tell from the, from the sales end of things being what's online Like these people need help. Yeah. They've got, like, four photos sideways with an iPhone with dust all over. The, like, these people don't know how to rent their houses. So I knew there was it's a wild. need. But then when you see the businesses that support those needs, that's where I think any entrepreneur watching this that's thinking about something, make sure there's a need for it. And then and then who's there to fill that need. And if you can't if you're not impressed, impress somebody, right? If you're I mean if you get in, if you're passionate or not about it, maybe you're in a position where you just want to start making money. And you know, maybe it is your passion, whatever it may be. Like that those are I think two very easy ways to identify um, that there's a need for whatever it is you're trying to, to do. So we we quickly were able to <laughs> see that. Uh I don't say this is an arrogant, cocky dick and someone trying to come across as, but um, yeah, there was just there was no one. Right? There's companies that have been doing this for 35, 40 years, man. We're three times their size. It's wild. It's so. wild.
0: Um, so, yeah. Tell me about the
1: dynamics with you and your partner. Um, it's, you. uh, he's in Florida, so we have an office in Florida now. So, he's uh, living there full time? Yeah, he just got his E2 visa. Okay, great. Yeah, so, I, I believe I'm getting mine now through him. <laughs> you drew the short straw, and I've separated. Good. Okay. We're great friends. We get along. We actually were just, I just booked a trip for us to go to Nevada, okay. you know, as a family. So, we're still a family, we're just a different one. Uh, but I can't go live in Florida for her. Yeah. Right? She makes jokes like we, we would go together and all that. But um, <laughs> I like it here. I really do. I mean, I'm from New Brunswick, so this is still kind of new. Oh, nice. Me. I'm from Cape Breton. Oh, great. Yeah. Awesome. That's when we get along. Yeah, East Coast it. blood flowing through <laughs> us. Uh, so, yeah, we met. Um, very different people, but ethically and morally very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he was the guy that got married at 20. Yes, he, he just had his sixth child. Very religious. Six. We're very different. You know, not, so, like, I have two kids. I'm a huge family guy. Like, I have my kids three days a week, and I do very little work-wise. I have two. And, and, and man,
0: six, six is a lot of kids. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like, like, I, but anyways, so we just, we just complement each other in all the right ways. That's great. Right? We, 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 and when we fight, man, we fight. Is there a clear d- division between what you focus on oh, and what yeah. he focuses on? Yeah, like, I'm, he, you know, not to knock him, I, I, I love him. I really do, but um, I sort of run, in a lot of ways, the Canadian operations okay. on my own. Um, and I don't say that to knock him. He's done tons of things for the business, and he still today brings in a lot of lot of things. But he allows me. He, like I'm, I'm here. Like I'm, I'm in it. It's just easier. You're, you're here. And, you know, he's communicating with the staff and my managers every day. But um, I feel like he just, you know, uh, I let the, I get to come up with the marketing ideas. I get to, to try to pursue, and, he, and, we, and we, you know, he does his thing, and I do my thing, um, and, and, it, and it really does sort of work well, you know, it's, uh it's been our dynamic, I mean.
0: So he's, sorry, he's in Sarasota? Correct. Yeah. So what are, what are you guys
1: doing in Sarasota? So we opened uh, Oranges, Florida. Okay. Uh, so we're partners on that as well, and um, same sort of thing. Obviously, there's extra layers to it. There's a lot of HOAs, homeowners associations, and stuff that's not as relevant uh, here in Canada. So we're adapting. We just had to do a hurricane prep for Ian. So That was new. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're putting plywood up in our in our owner's windows. So um, again, well, I'll say again, way more competitive there than yeah. here. But way more opportunity. Everything's there. more competitive down there. You know what I mean? So like think of if, if Canada this year, we had a big, but last year I believe the immigration numbers were, were you know, four or 500,000. Like they had four hundred fifty thousand new people in twenty twenty one in a single state, right? You got a population that's that's I think roughly what fifty five percent, sixty percent of Canada's twenty two million people in twenty. I don't think that would be the math. Yeah. So from a quantitative analysis perspective, in real estate specifically, it's sort of a dream, right? You got you got numbers and, and a high immigration, both internationally and domestically. So same, same thing. thing. We're focusing kind of we like the resale townhomes right now because they're like two sixty. 100 and they rent for 22 23 2400 a month and the lineup is down like that it's insane like it's it's now it's softening the last 3 months the if you pay attention the Florida real estate market softened for sure um, are things still carrying like, down there when if you buy an investment property down there now are things still carrying uh yeah like if you if you get the pro- yeah like at that 260 your your cash flow was was anywhere from sort of 2 to 500 US a month now it's sort of maybe 100 break-even, but it carries itself to answer your
0: question. Are you bringing opportunities
1: from there to your client base here? Not to scale, no. but yes. Okay. That, that is the plan. Um, Brian had a bunch of legal stuff going on. We just got his E2. He's getting his real estate license, so it's not full force ahead. And I don't mind saying this. Me and Brian work on two very different clocks. So you know, I'm up, going, like, let's do this yesterday. He's, he's a lot more... Um, casual i guess is the word and what use.
0: brought him to florida was it the business or did he want to leave Florida? Yeah.
1: what was going on here yeah. with with covid and and everything and, and again we don't see eye to eye on all that either um yeah like i said he's yeah. got his uh he's got his convictions and um i mean he loves florida let's be honest yeah. it's a nice place to live but i think for you know it's a more free state um obviously he's he's passionate um passionately a conservative you know as am i but i'm a little bit more he's pulling for the middle right like like he's like trump DeSantis, (laughs) right and then you know hey i I don't hate either of them but um are they my first choices you know i think the most powerful country in the world can produce some better candidates in my opinion but um
0: so uh, it sounds like your your partner's been a bit of um
1: you know has helped guide you
0: into this business and, and the way you guys met. But there's any other mentors in your life that you rely he's on? He's helped me a lot
1: personally, okay. for sure. I don't, I, I can never give him a lot of credit. In my, in, like, He's done more for me, I think, personally than professionally, for sure. Um, I think I would have helped him professionally, and he would help me personally. It would be a good way to really describe our, our sort of um, relationship. Um, mentors, you know what? I, I got a ton of respect for my dad. Um, he pushed me to go to university. I never would have did that. And I don't think the degree on my wall, an honors degree, and you know international relations and all this stuff <laughs> makes me smart, but it yeah. definitely made me. It, it it elevated my intuition, made me want to know what's going on in the world, you know. And now I, I you know I have a pretty sizable stock portfolio, and I have a real estate portfolio, and I have I I have a decent little crypto portfolio building, and all these things. I'm starting an online FBI store that I've been working on eight hours, you know, a night for the last week. Those things, I I think university gave me the tools to want to know what's going on and to push boundaries a little bit. Because for me, I was never an academic student. I had a 77 average in high school and I actually finished university with a 77 average. Same, same grade. So I'm not a brilliant guy when it comes to, you know, analytical uh, sort of, you know, writing papers and studying for exams and, you know, obviously I can put things together and I, I have a brain, but um, it's just not. I'd, I'd rather be out trying it's and things. It's I funny. I
0: can't remember where I heard this. It might have been actually Denzel Washington. It might have been a quote or a yeah. statement that he made. I don't want to screw this up and say this wrong, but he's saying, I'm giving him credit, but I'm not sure if it was him, saying that employers, when they're interviewing people, they see their degree, they don't care about the degree. They don't care what it was in. They're not looking to see what necessarily what school they went to, and obviously there's professions that they do. Sure, but yeah. but in general, they just want to know that you commit to something for three to four years. Yeah, and you showed up to class every day, and you 100%. ended up getting that certificate, that diploma yeah. to say that you did it for the last three to four years.
1: Hundred percent, right? man. Um, totally, totally agree. And then and then it goes back to the I think it's Kevin O'Leary says you know the C students build businesses. Yeah. The B and A students work for those businesses, yeah. right? And the problem is, is you know, I, I, we all, they know this joke about engineers like we're smart guys, but like, you know, do you think an engineer has the uh, sort of genetic makeup or profile to be an entrepreneur? Like everything is so calculated and analytical. You have to. I mean, you yeah. want a business, you know, you have to take risks. Yeah. And I would, I'm the first guy. Like, do you think I sat there? And, Knew exactly what department was bringing in what revenue, so I could justify. No, like you know, it's gonna. Some decisions you make, and maybe this makes me sound dumb to some people, but you just take, you jump in, and but you know enough that it's gonna work out. But you don't really like. I think like now that I get now that we're larger, I start to focus on things. Okay, so we have a net profit of two hundred grand. I'm going to spend ten. Like you you look at things a bit closer as you as you scale. but i think if you're like if you're like you really need software it's going to help you go you know 2x your business or or scale by 30 40% but the numbers don't add up so you don't make that move I mean, you look at that over the course of eighteen months. Yeah. It's a huge mistake. It's funny,
0: like our CFOs and our accountants never like to hear things like this, but you yeah. know, to 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 run a business, to be an entrepreneur, you do. You have to. Uh, you have to sometimes just go with your gut. Right? It, you can, you can over you, you that, can yeah. overanalyze yeah. things yeah. to the end of time, and all that time that you spent on planning and 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 perfecting the model, you're 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 behind. You're, you're behind now, right? Sometimes you just have to take that leap, and I agree. It takes a special <sighs> entrepreneurs or special people that uh, yeah. that have something, you know, maybe not right with them that, <laughs> that allows them to do that, right? Yeah. When, if you know if everybody had uh, insight into everything I've dealt with, into to get this place to where it was, and, and my partners yeah. um, probably wouldn't elect to do that, right?
1: And you know, ask, I, I know uh, you're the host, but to ask you, like, like I'm 32 years old, you know, I've got a lot to learn still. Um, I work very hard. You know, last summer has been actually, August has been pretty good. I did not work that hard. Gonna lie. But every, every other month, my, my eight-year career yeah. has been very, very challenging. Um, I ask, if you had to do it all again to sit where you are today, would you be able to do it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I can say yes to that question. You know, okay. like,
0: it's, it, listen, it, it's been a grind, yeah. right? Uh, it, it's been a grind, and, uh, you know, Anybody's listened to any of the things I've done, they've they've heard me repeat this over and over. But uh, my favorite quote is Winston Churchill: "Success is the ability to move from failure to failure without a loss of enthusiasm." Right? Love that. And and, I love Winston and, and Churchill. if I didn't have that in me, um, I would have walked away a long time ago. Right? But um, we're here now. We we brought this big brand who approached us. We brought this big brand to Canada. Um, we have 9 x our company in, since we launched in March of 2020, so March 19th, actually, of 2020 when the, everything shut down. We've x the, the company since then. That's- if I had walked away during the tough times prior to bring this brand, uh, yeah, we definitely wouldn't be here. But uh, I, I think you, there's a bit of a, a relentlessness that has to be in sure. the mindset of an entrepreneur.
1: I agree, and, and I appreciate that whole answer. And, and I would you know, do things I, differently. Like I there's things that, I,
0: but I would still do it.
1: So you, yeah. So I, I guess I asked that question: as I just you know I, I I look at my life today, and I've got managers, and you know, I've got a seven figure payroll, and all these people that I mean, you get it. I'm sure you you you're similar situation, probably maybe bigger. I don't know, but anyways. Um, I think of the nights, like I'm a confident guy and, I, and, I, and I'm, I can be in any room and get things done. But I think of the nights, man, I'm, and, I, and I humbly admit, like I was in tears, Oh yeah, like crying sure. as, a, as a 27-year-old because I got, you know, or 28-year-old and I got a son at home that I barely see. My girlfriend hates me because all I do is work and I'm like, and I can't make everybody happy and I don't know where to go. And it's like, I've, I, I think there's been three solid times I wanted to quit. Like this is, you know, I got off. Everybody's road, really. done. Everybody's gone through that. Yeah, everybody and everybody road, says that they haven't. It's Elon shit. Musk yeah, has yeah. gone through that. Yeah.
0: You know, and, and I think anybody that says they haven't, they're just lying. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, but again, it just takes that, uh, you know, everybody's hit those roadblocks and we've hit so many roadblocks over the years and you, you know, you get down, you do, yeah. and you, and you want to walk away and you, you're, you're asking yourself, why am I doing this? Yeah. But then you, yourself back up and you brush yourself off and you yeah. go again
1: 100% man yeah no it's uh that's just a question I don't know if I've been able to uh to truly come to terms with I love my life I love the, the now people ask people.
0: my wife you might get a different story
1: <laughs> yeah so but I honestly I think of those years man like I just I don't I lo- like I love my life today but would I do it all over again to come right back to the spot? I don't know if I can answer that question. I don't know if Blair would yes, like answer uh, <laughs> that. I, <just laughs> I don't know
0: if Blair would answer the question the way I did. You know, there's been times where I've dragged him with me. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I know. But I
1: think, you know, you look at like I've I've I've, imp- I've actually, you know what's cool about being a uh, you know uh, in business and an entrepreneur is you know you you almost impress yourself sometimes. And I humbly admit that you Know, not staring in the mirror going shooter like you're no, like, some no. kid. Yeah. I don't do that, I promise. Uh, <laughs> happy go more though, shout <laughs> out, great movie. Um, uh, but you so you have these these things that build your confidence right along you go. Like, I had 27, man. I, me and my partner were in a tough spot. I walked away from a huge contract because these guys were hurting our reputation, and, and just it was, it was huge, man. It was like 20 percent of our, our revenue. Like it was like, I, it took me a month to like my heart to beat normally. I thought yeah. it might have destroyed it but you make those things and then you see the residuals and how positive they are like you are way more confident for the next time something comes you know what i mean yeah. so the, when i look when i try to sort of encompass it all i guess i i i feel that strength that maybe answer that question but i'm just this is something as i meet people like you i just i like to ask cuz you obviously have a bit more experience i'm not saying you're old but you have, you have more experience than me i'm um, looking at these days.
0: <laughs> you know the other as, as, aspect of it is is that uh you know, when, when you build something up like we both have, you have staff, right? Sure, you, oh, yeah. you, have, you have managers and directors, and you have yeah, frontline staff, and and uh, a big part of it is is that you don't want to let them down. Like, they're reliant on you. They're reliant man. on you every Thursday, every yeah. every second Thursday yeah. for the no. check to be there, right? Yeah. So you have to, uh, you know, you have to be there for them. So you have to brush yourself off. You're just, just letting way too many people down. i felt that pressure, yeah. and I think at times maybe maybe I would have leaned towards your opinion. I don't know if I would keep going or I might have walked away if I didn't have that
1: pressure right I can relate to that I'm really glad you uh there needs to be a focus on your staff because as much as you and I can tap each other on the back nothing happens without them I don't say that as some polished corporate executive that needs to yeah it's the truth yeah and that's why I said today and I mentioned it earlier like I've managed like I love my life at that, that that day-to-day pressure of, of guys like you and me having to do things we don't want to do or we're not great at but we have no choice because there's no money to pay someone to do it like I'm glad that that's not part of my day-to-day and, 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 you know, Michael Masterson, remember that book? He no, chapters, no. Um, talks about hiring your superstars and then they bring on so you got to delegate and let go. I struggle with that so bad, man. It's hurt. I was the it's guy hurt. that was like, no one can do this as good as me. I care more because I yeah. take things personal. So yeah, you, you, have trust, you have to trust, you
0: have to trust, but you have to hire right. Like it took, listen, we made so many mistakes in the past and, and I'm really happy with our team right now. Like I, I got nothing but superstars. And when you're a small business, you have no choice. Everybody has to
1: be a superstar. So you're a tire on a car. Right. One of your tires flies off. Yeah. It's, ah, it's so like
0: true. one weak link uh, uh, in a small business, like a true small business, it can really throw a lot of things yeah. off, right? So you have, to, you, know, you have to hire slow, fire fast, and yeah. that's a big learning lesson. Sure. Um, but uh, it's really important. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, man, I kind
1: of hijacked that. And no, no, it's down. great, it's great.
0: Um, personally, so how do you deal with all the stress? Tell me about dealing with the stress. Uh, what do you do for fun? What do you do to decompress? Tell me yeah,
1: yeah, so I, I uh, well, I recently I bought a dirt bike. Why is that 250 stroke So the, uh, the second uh, you know, top and second gear and third gear, fourth gear is one way to de stress because <laughs> you can't think yeah. about anything else, man. I don't know if you ever, if you ever rode, but yeah, I, um, used, to, I
0: used to ride XR100s and uh, ATVs all the time. But uh, yeah, yeah, so
1: I'm like, and I'm at parks and tracks, and my buddy's pretty good, so he's teaching me. But I mean, I golf, I play hockey, um, I, I definitely do a lot of leisure activities with my kids. I'm a single parent three days a week. I know that sounds probably stressful, that's where you de stress, and, and honestly, it is, man. Um, those three days a week are the best part of my life by far. Yeah. Yeah. And I know a lot of people say this, and guys that have been paying attention to anything I do, they, like, I'm with my kids and I'm doing stuff. It's not like posting a photo to make it look like a happy family. Like, we're that's our life. We're like yeah, on the yeah, boat, yeah. we're boating to breakfast, then we go to Niagara Falls. Like, we're just always doing something. And um, I, if I get, a, I get a little lost, sometimes I get lost in the money, sometimes I get lost in the stuff. Sometimes we get lost in the success and the ego. And all these things happen. We're humans. We're susceptible. Um, uh, I'm able to ground myself with my kids. I'm really able to sort of... Agreed. And I spoil them. Like my, Some of my kids wear designer clothing and stuff. People don't think I'm crazy. I'm like, you know what? I, just, I like doing it. We have fun. I like dressing them. It's something I enjoy. Um, some of the decisions are stupid. I'm sure they are. Right? Like, you know, but anyways, it's we have fun. And... Uh, but it, but the, the the point is I'm I'm able to come back down to you know another good quote uh, something I got from from my business partner and something I actually for the last two years been living my life by is one good thing shouldn't come at the sacrifice of another good thing so success and money and and, and helping everybody else shouldn't come at the sacrifice of your family yeah and your family shouldn't come you know what I mean no. so there's you know and you'll hear all these billionaires go balance is stupid and I I get what they're like. It is relentless to build a successful company. It really, truly is. There's going to be parts of your life that there is no balance, but your whole life shouldn't be no balance. No, and I don't care what billionaire who makes ten thousand times more money than me says, because I don't know how they're going to win that argument, right? Like it's you, you have to have. I mean, unless you just want to have the, a family. The opposite, and all
0: you, the opposite argument as well. Like you hear people saying, "Oh, he works too hard. Why is he doing this? You know, he's uh, you know his his kids need him more than." You know that company needs them, but you know, kids are also watching you build something and, absolutely. And, 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 oh, yeah, for sure. Your kids are watching you help manage a team, yeah. and uh, you know, like I said, that pressure of not letting these guys down, not letting that, that team down, it's good for kids to see. I you know, really like do. I said,
1: you do, do it, do as I do, not as I say. Exactly. Like, like my kids come with me to work, it's those three days, man. Yeah. They're coming to walk through my new kids, my, my
0: kids love this place, and they just oh, destroy yeah, it uh, every time they're here. But it's
1: awesome to like have those memories, man. Yeah. Um. I'm not an overly emotional guy, but when it comes to my kids, I'm very emotional. And uh, so it's, it's nice to feel that part. And, I, and, I, and I'm thankful I'm not very emotional. I do say that with confidence because being an entrepreneur is such a roller coaster. So if I woke up and had to decide what my day was going to look like because I felt a certain way, not to knock anybody that's super emotional, which I mean it sound like a dink, but uh, I'm just like, this is what I got to do today. You know, I know Andrew Tate, I know he's a bit of a douche in some ways, but I like a lot of shit he says, so mm-hmm. I'll be honest about that. And when he says... "You if he know, could just stop saying some of the nonsense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I right? love but the motivational but, stuff. But. like to the, like the get up as a man or a woman and just do what you got to do that agree, day yeah. and not do it based on how you feel. I completely agree with that. And, and that's how I've always been, fortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine being controlled by this, not controlling it, and having to accomplish all the things i to accomplish in a day. Mm-hmm. Like that would be a scary thing to like, oh, I don't feel good today. It's... Well, it's gloomy outside I'm, and not being able to knock those 10 items on my list. So, um, you know, controlling, I, I forget why I got so off topic here, right? but, you know, controlling your mind and, and, and just being able to get up and accomplish the things, it, it, that relentlessness will pay off. Yeah. Right. It, I it, I really believe that. And, and no matter what segment of the economy, what product, what service, I feel, you know, if you're willing to make it better and you're willing to just, do what nobody else is willing to do. You'll find success yeah, somewhere along the way. But, anyways, going back, yeah, my, my kids are uh, definitely that spot where I'm able to.
0: And the kids are humbling. Right,
1: breathe and go. Okay, and this climb. Like, it reminds you why you're why you're here till eleven at exactly, night. Exactly. And and, and, um, and I love that you said that. I, I want my kids to to see that. You know, okay, like look at what dad's done. You know, I think, I think of it as a kid sometimes it's gonna sound a little cocky, but it is what it is. You know, my dad. If you think about being a child and your dad owns a you know company here in Canada and a company in Florida, you know we have this lifestyle. We travel. We're in sports. My kids go to private school. Like, I, I think as a kid, if you, if you're there, for, if you give them the, your time and you're a good father and all those things, I think that part is impressive to your kids and yep. something they can truly yep. look up to. Not, not. I don't think that is as cool as if they never see me. Then they hate it. They start to resent what I do because no, it for takes sure it's, away, a, it's a,
0: it is you know not to. Yeah, it is a balance, right? It is, right? And a- it's funny, you know, the statement, uh, her, what is it? Hard times make uh, tough men, tough men make good times, good times make weak men. Love it. Right? Uh, that's uh, our job to stop that. Yeah, right? 100%. It's it's about, you know, you want to be good to your kids, but it's also about uh, making sure they understand what you've done and, and the value of this work.
1: And challenging. I, I, It's sad, man. I... I, I and I relate to my business partner on some of those things. So, you know, my kids go to private school not because I'm fortunate enough to send them there. It's I want to control what they learn. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way I can do it. I don't have the resources to... to there's a debate in my household. To, 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 <laughs> to send them, uh, to, like to homeschool them and stuff, right? So um, there's a lot of things I really don't believe in. Yeah. And even if I'm okay with it and tolerant, doesn't mean I want my kids be exposed to it at five, six years old. Yeah, yeah. And I say it with there's, confidence. There's I, I, I don't expect it. Very
0: controversial like, conversations, but there's, yeah. there's a lot of
1: things that I just don't understand these days. Like, like, your kids, you know, you should decide what your kids, you know, are being exposed to as their parent. Um, just like I should decide what my kids are being exposed to, just like you should decide what your kids are being exposed to. Um, so uh, that, that part, and, you know, and there's another reason, right? Like, I talked to friends, like my friends I was with not long ago you know they' they're, they're they're just getting by and when something comes up in their life it's very challenging and and again when something pops up in my life like it's okay I just deal with it from a financial perspective yep. like there's personal yep. things that require but it's like it's hard
0: for a lot of people right now
1: it, totally man and, and that part I think is where people need to start to really explore multiple revenue streams right because 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 i'm somebody who's who's uh, quite successful in that way. I'll say that, and again, arrogantly, but um, mm. I'm still out seeking new money streams. I'm, I'm, I'm Instead of watching Netflix, I'm sitting there with my, my partner, who's a good friend of mine, spending four to five hours researching FBA, Amazon, online source, and how to use ROI calculators properly, and how to, how to you know, uh, adjust the higher storage fees to make sure my ROI is... I'm, I'm spending all this time learning the business. Now, as I learn, I'm going to go backwards from, from AI and figure out where where AI can sort of Uh, remove me Mm -hmm. from that whole process but my point is is I I, I could take my hands off the wheel right now live a wonderful life and and maybe grow the business kind of grows on its own all these good things and I'm like what else can I do what else can I do I don't want to have too many things where I start to lose what I'm truly passionate about but um, my point is is what we said earlier I don't get comfortable Um, so I feel and the the multiple money streams like my real estate business took a huge hit I'm not sure about yours this year oh it's been a crazy year the last 12 months (laughs) like a huge hit man I might make half of what I made last year Um, part of that's me you know I I definitely took my foot a little bit off the pedal which goes against a lot of things that I sort of characterize myself as but um, I I definitely spent energy in other areas but my point is is um, my lifestyle didn't change like my, my hunger to invest grew all these Still things for sure. because you have you know so
0: well, it's times like this when the some of the biggest opportunities in your life will come up right might
1: be once and only in a lifetime this transfer mm-hmm. we're
0: throwing a lot thrown around a lot of quotes but um yeah. warren
1: buffett says when the, the tie goes out you see who's wearing the swim
0: trunks right
1: it's so true man and uh i mean warren buffett's uh let he kind of scares me in some ways right now because you know um you know, he's I'm, the least like scared person in the world. well scary in a sense that that you trust him so much So when a guy like that has billions of dollars on the sideline in cash and you still got 65%, 70% of your uh, money in the market, not my overall, but like of what I have invested, invested. I'm like, should I I be selling more? Should I be sitting, you know, like obviously I don't have a billion dollars. (laughs) You know what I mean? I've heard Warren
0: Buffett say, just stop overthinking and just buy Berkshire shares.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, I mean... You know, you, the failure, it's something. Uh, so I, I drive a, a, a Mercedes, and I told you I got in an accident. And uh, an hour later, I was on the phone with my kid's mother. And um, she's like, you sound fine. I was talking about my, my the rest of my day. Like, I got my rental. I'm go with the kids. And then I got this meeting. And I'm going to take the kids here. And we're going to order pizza and a movie night. And she's like, "Like your very expensive Mercedes. is like, destroyed it. You don't even, I'm like, she's like, and, and she on her own, like, well, she knows me well. We were together for six, seven years. But it's just like, you know what? Being an entrepreneur has like numbed you, but not in a bad way. It's just made you so resilient. Like, things happen in my day, man. And I'm like, don't let 10 minutes in the morning ruin your whole day. Like, don't let, like, what am I gonna do? The accident happened, the cops did the report, I'm not at fault. Yes, my value of my vehicle is gonna go down a little bit. What am I going to do? Power all here. day? You're like, still here.
0: The like, kids are still here. You're still here.
1: Yeah, man. I was thankful my kids weren't in the car. You right? can repaint stuff. And the guy that, that that pulled out and got a reckless ticket or whatever the cop gave him was a, was a jerk. He really was a jerk. He was like, why do you, why do you want me to swerve into a bush so I don't hit your truck when you're in the wrong? But, you know, it just, that's a huge part of being an entrepreneur, man, is, is you get punched in the face and you got to move on. Keep going. And, and I wasn't always good at that definitely not always good at that and, and it would cause me to be sporadic and bounce around and I couldn't regain that sort of gravity or center line or focus that day but but now it's like not where I don't want to it's like who cares attitude but just okay step one step two. like it's just it just like it's just happened so often as you know when, you, when your business gets to multiple millions of dollars the problems are frequent small or big like they just are you're dealing with thousands of people at that point so you're gonna have different things happen all the time you can have the best systems and processes and software you want it doesn't matter there's still the human factor that exists yeah. um so yeah i just i'm thankful that uh that i guess my my professional life has some strong correlation to my personal life where it's made me a little bit more resilient and um and i try to share that with people like you know go out and fail and challenge yourself a bit be shocked what it does like for me i believe confidence and what you attract and manifest in life is is, i don't believe in horoscopes and like i'm not that guy i don't say it's not there's no truth to it but like i i have a very positive attitude i knew i was going to be successful i knew i was going to have good things in my life i know all these things. it's not a surprise to me and and maybe that sounds crazy to say but um I i feel like that energy you put out in the universe comes back from the people you meet to the connections you make to you know all of it i believe comes from how you you know how you feel about yourself. For sure. What you, you if you think well you'll fail, you're right. Yeah, and just not be, yeah, it's, it's just wild. I, You know, and when you feel it and you go through it, because I'm somebody, man, at 19 years old, if you looked at my life, you wouldn't believe that I'm sitting here today. Bad things, okay? I was an idiot. Like, I was just not a smart person. I think we all were at 19. But, but not. I was, <laughs> wherever you were, I was worse. Like, okay. I just didn't know I even had, I remember sitting in university, man, and with, watching myself become more intelligent because my brain was working. I was starting to think about, like it's wild. I try to explain it to people. So I guess I say this not to, to go over and over again about my story, but like there's people, if someone's watching this and they just are down on themselves, they don't think they, like I'm telling you, man, if you just think you can do it and you're willing to make some modifications instead of just ready to do it and then go back to playing video games, like, there, there's it's amazing what you can get out of life. Yeah, fear and, is a disability, uh, right? Oh Brilliant. man, it's amazing what you can, get. you can, you can be a, I can't say all the things I was doing at that, but like, I just wasn't a good person. You think we're a guess. <laughs> yeah, I was not a good person. I was doing bad things. You know, I never hurt anybody or anything like that, yeah, yeah. you know, but you know, I was just not, I was not the person I would ever want my kids to be here.
0: Tell me, um, what, uh, what would you say some young agents that are getting into the business and, and looking to go down this road or do you have opportunities with your team? Do you, uh, yeah. do you look for up and comers? I think,
1: you know, I, I, I did have a larger real estate team about a year ago. I definitely didn't put the work in that was needed. But I also don't think it was the timing for me. Like I really didn't have a passion. I just had so many clients. I was trying to put a quick band-aid on a problem and bring people on to help yeah. the service. But the, the, I guess the, the beautiful thing is we have our own niche. and We're branded that way, as you can see. But the challenging part is it requires a lot of different training. Yeah. And um I'm not saying being an agent is easy to But you had agent. to be ready for as a team lead, right? You really Absolutely, ready. I wasn't. So so yeah, there's definitely room to expand. I'm gonna be very um I guess selective and uh creative, I guess, the way I do it next time when I am ready. Right now I got my full time assistant and uh, slash admin and one agent. And, you know, we got I got eight or nine listings signed already that are all going up. A couple tomorrow, like it's gonna be a busy next few months. Um uh, my agent's busy as well, which is good. Uh, new agent advice? I mean, find somebody. You know what's another thing? And, and hope maybe you're the same. Not hopefully, but maybe you're the same. I can think of. I can put all the agents I truly respect, really look up to, that think are like on one hand. I don't have. Oh, so like you hear people talk about this guy and this guy and this team and that girl and this and this and that. It's okay to to be a positive person who's yeah, but like. You're really like I don't know. I feel like you got to find a few, in my opinion, um, that have done something. Whether it's a mix of personal, I, I definitely take the personal thing. If you're a guy making ten million dollars and and you don't know what your kids look like, no, I you know I don't look I don't. What's the point? I think you th- I, I think you're a loser personally. Yeah, I truly yeah. do. Um, I, that's just how I feel. Um, but if you're someone who can balance and mix it and and be a juggernaut, and, and I mean, yeah, there might be. Days and weeks you see your kids less. I'm not saying like certain schedule. There's no schedule. It's a bit of a sacrifice, yeah. But but you know, you find find some people that you that hit some points that really matter to you, professionally, personally, in my opinion. And, and and try to spend some time. People that are very successful will make an effort. And it's not like people think that, oh, they're like they're they don't have time. They don't have but like I think it's never the other way around. The people that are running their mouths and gossiping—those over, are people chirping about people doing better than them. Mm-hmm. It's never the guys that are doing well or, or gals chirping about the people doing. No, worse truly
0: than successful them. leaders want to help. They do. They 100%. want to help young people yep. and they want to see people succeed. Right? Hundred percent. Yeah, they're always successful. They're, they're not. They're not envious
1: of anybody else. So, so tap into that. Yep. You know, the, my point is is to is to tap into that. Spend some time. Ask, because I would be shocked if if somebody that you. Uh, respect in that way and look up to as, as a potential mentor wouldn't make a little bit of time, right? Like there's, there's, you know, I try to get back. I, I'm very active on social media. Um, not so much in comments, but a lot of DMs and stuff like that. And um, I do my best to just have a conversation. There's clients I've been talking. I mean, yeah, sometimes it gets out of hand. It's like, hey, man, we've been chatting for a couple of years. You keep using your sister's friend as an agent. Like, you know, I want to help you, man. But like, is there ever an opportunity for us to? Yeah. Because you, know, you have so you to have, ask. You have, Yeah, you have many to, people are scared to ask go, for business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be. You have to f- teeter, but like I guess agent to you agent. You respect the answer, but you have to ask. Yeah, and the other thing too is, as, and even I is. is you know, I would get. When I started getting on camera, and it's like you know. Do I want to tell everybody about how I built a successful company? I want to keep my secret. No, no, share it. But guess what? You can give it to a thousand people. There might be one that'll even implement half of what you did. Yeah. No, it's true. It's not how it works. No. You think you give everyone the secrets? It's not. You're not putting together a Coca-Cola formula, or it's a mixture, and they can go and you know, and it's ingredients that you can buy. Like it's this is processes and systems that you have to all put together. And, um, and we and, we keep our
0: portal open. We, we, have, okay, we, have a, yeah. we have a portal for agents. And my my business partner Blair, he he's a creative genius on the on the system side of things. Sure. So he just he's used every CRM that exists, and he's trial and errored them all. Before we decided on what we went with, but what did you guys go with? You we're know we're um, with Chime, so it's your 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 website. Um, okay. <sighs> Your website development, um, all your social media advertising, everything's in one, your CRM. It's all in one system, right? So, I, I,
1: I don't, I'll do let you finish if you've got a thought to finish, but I do have a question for
0: you. Yeah, um, but um, now I forget where I was going. Oh, but anyways, so Blair, Blair's been working on this support site. We've had it from the Blue Elfin days. Yeah. There's even Blue Elfin stuff still in there deep, deep in the trenches <coughs> yeah. of it, but uh, we, we leave it open. Yeah. We don't care if people see it. You're not going to recreate it. It's, it's like there's no man. way it's just, he's, put, he's put like 11 yeah. years into this yeah, right? I know. it's a little
1: uncomfortable but it's true it's like people you can give it to it's just they just don't put those pieces together in the way that maybe no. you have right? yeah. um, my question though is um, KB Core what are your thoughts
0: well, we we I, I know nothing about it. That's a question for Blair. Okay, um, he would have uh, studied it. Um, but um, Berkshire Hathaway has just implemented it <laughs> as their CRM. A B Corp? yeah, yeah, like C- B- yeah. Um, um, Berkshire Corporate. That is, yeah. But we don't use it. We we have our own system cool. here, yeah. um, and we have a crazy adoption rate. Like we have a seventy like percent adoption rate of our systems, which is huge. Like in house, yeah, in house. Wow. Most idea. brokerages have like not joking like 12 percent adoption. I'm oh, terrible, man. Uh,
1: I told you my my serums, like yeah, you wouldn't you would you would think I'm much smaller, but again, room for improvement. I know that, right? Like you know, you get comfortable and I think we there's just, a lot of agents that are making lots of money and doing deals. You know what
0: we saw, like just in, you know, in keeping with what you just said, we just saw that agents weren't using it. They didn't adopt. So we just adopted it for them. So what we do here is we run their CRMs for them. So we take over their Chime, we build out their website, we build out their CRM, we build out their content, 80% of their content, um, because you want them to put that personal twist on of that other 20%. Um, But we just realized agents just don't want to do this stuff. So and let them focus on what they do best, which is dealing with the clients, shaking hands and signing contracts. And we build all the content out for them. We run their CRM. And run all their drip campaigns. Blair always jokes, and I've said this a few times, but one of our agents could pass away, and uh, their their clients would know for six to twelve months.
1: Right? <laughs> wow! Yeah, so, what are your agents? What just curious, what's the split then for for, for a new agent coming to your brokerage? Is well, it dairy? Is it we can talk
0: contracts after this if you want. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm curious. <laughs> no, that, we're, that's, that's we're, no, we're so we're we're not uh, we're not the most expensive. We're not the cheapest yeah. um, by far, but I, I think we're reasonable, especially for what we do. And, well, there's a lot of agents that need that, and that you way. know, Berkshire um, told us as a company when we were when they're trying to woo us that we, uh, on average, companies when they switch to Berkshire Hathaway have a 30 percent growth in the first 12 months. We had a. We nine our revenue in the first 24 months. And wow. on average, with our agents, there's about a. Th- it- it translates to what Berkshire said. Our agents, when they come over, have about a third percent growth in their business. Wow. We just and, take and a and lot that of it, we that. Just, we like, just believe in taking the workload of the stuff. Like, you guys can't be content builders and you're, you're going to do what you're doing, put that twist on it, but we take care of you know 80% of that content. We run the drip campaigns, we, we build up the CRM for them, the website. You know, agents just can't be expected yeah, to be experts right. in all that stuff, yeah. right? You look at the business that you're running, you're, yeah. you're being pulled in a million directions. So, you don't want to be yeah, keep trying the, to figure out how to feed your CRM and from your website to your CRM and then yeah. building up drip campaigns.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then use the extract the talent from these individuals, right? And, and even me, I, you know, you want to pay your salespeople well, you want to put some more on them. I'm guilty of that. And then you realize they're doing well because of the evolvement of the back end. Yeah. In some ways, so yeah. some people just find themselves. Maybe yeah. they, they, you know, I've had. Um, uh, agents stop drinking and their business just explodes because they're just so much more focused and um, agents start drinking and do much better <laughs> but you know what I mean uh, it's, it's, it's wild so you, you remove the, the maybe the admin or paperwork side of things and then let them focus purely on on phones and, and meetings and stuff like that and, and it can make a big difference for them and their development but also for you as yeah. an owner right so yeah. you guys obviously recognize that and that's that's interesting
0: yeah, eighty um,
1: percent. That's a that's yeah, a lot of the uh, requirements. And we, you know, went... we we
0: were pushing our agents all the time, we're trying to get them in here to to get that other twenty percent done. Like we built a studio out here. Cool. Uh, we're partnering with Gray Media. Gray Media is going to run the studio for us. We're doing it right now, but um, you know, it's just it's too much, and we want to take it to a better yeah. level, a bigger level. And so we got Gray Media in here partnering with us and running the studio for our agents.
1: So you know, him and I have been working together for three years. Then eh?
0: I... what's that. You know him and I have been working together a long yeah, time. Yeah, he was telling me. I know. It's Yeah. No. One of the OGs. yeah. Uh, so back. tell me, where are you? You um, <laughs> where, where do you live? Saint Catharines. Saint Catharines. Yeah. yeah. So tell me, your, your what's your regional focus?
1: Uh, Hamilton, Niagara. Uh, obviously, I dabble in in the GTA. Yeah. Uh, I've got a couple condos coming up. Uh, Longer term clients that just, you know, we have that trust. I guess. Um, I certainly am. You know. Uh, can humbly admit I, I may not be the absolute best selection but again I would never take something on that I, I couldn't, so you couldn't adequately yeah. deal, with, deal yeah. with right so um, I've had other clients that that I've done deals with them in Niagara and then they go ahead and use other agents here and it's
0: bad. So I always, uh, I always end the podcast with uh, two questions and I don't know your uh, scene out there at
1: all uh, admittedly
0: so uh, what is what is your two favorite areas of the Niagara region?
1: Yeah. Uh, Definitely Port Dalhousie. That's where my boat's at. Um, It's about a six-minute drive from my house. Where's Port Dalhousie? North End St. Catharines. Okay. So right south of... um, It's a 40-minute, 50-minute boat ride from from there to Burlington, to the beaches here. Nice. Because I I take my kids there. It's a great ice cream and pizza and blah, blah, blah.
0: Second favorite? Uh,
1: Second favorite area, I would say probably Niagara-on-the-Lake. So, uh, again... Niagara River, just the other side of of New York, and beautiful. One of the, I think it's the second highest retirement community in Canada. It's only second to Victoria, BC. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you get a lot of nice architecture, more older, rustic. Like even the McDonald's looks different. The Tim Hortons, yeah. You know, so I appreciate that. You know, I was in Port Credit last night. Downtown is actually kind (laughs) of cool. So I think I think places that stand out and have something a little bit is something that obviously matters to me. Uh, I think to most people, really. Um, so yeah, those would be my uh, two favorites. I wish there was more to do on the on the water. I think the States does a way better job at offering people boardwalks yeah. and restaurants. For sure, it I agree. breaks my heart that there's just nothing but condo developments going up along the water because, I mean, there's just so much opportunity. Yeah.
0: What about um, the restaurant scene out there? What are your two favorite restaurants in the Niagara region?
1: Uh, Ballette is a is a really nice fine dining um b-o-l-e-t-e um what else would i say where, where is that exactly it's st catherine's downtown st. Catherine's good. yeah another nice restaurant i eat a lot of like like it's you know what i'm gonna put it's not fancy but spicy thai okay. it's um really good spot i mean it's definitely i mean i have a lot of, it's good for lunch meetings for dinner with bigger clients and stuff like that.
0: have you been to pearl marsat yet Sorry, Pearl Marsat? No, I haven't. No? Okay. I, have I, that. That.
1: I haven't tried it yet, but it's, everybody's raving about I'm it. I'm not, it's a, like, yeah, I, I, I know, I don't go out for dinner as much as, you know, and, and, and maybe, I, I, I think the reason is when I was in my relationship with the kids, I tried to accomplish those things over lunches. Yeah. I really didn't want to show up at 7, 8 o'clock. I was, like, if I did that, I was because I was in the office. I had to do some, like, stuff. Right, like so, I like, I I think I just never got into, and I watched my dad do it his whole life, be out with clients, drink. That was the way you got business done. Yeah, 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 Napkins yeah. and booze. Napkins right. And booze. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Again, I, I we we go out to eat. I think it's a lot of like like pure and simple breakfast spots. And, um, but yeah, I, I mean I definitely haven't been to like every restaurant or like um, you know what I did eat. I ate at Lahaina Grill though in Maui, Hawaii, which is the number one trip. Uh, fine dining restaurant in the United States oh, really? from TripAdvisor. What's it called? Uh, Lahaina Grill. Nice. If you're ever there. And uh, I was telling somebody, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because, hey, we're talking about I've it. I've never me, been to Hawaii. I, someone asked me last night, I had a Wagyu ravioli with like a white wine cream sauce, man. And to this day, I can do some of the, the best the things right? I've ever eaten, man. That's That's so so, great. Anyone listening that once wants to open a restaurant, put that <laughs> on your menu because where, um,
0: where uh, lastly, where can people find you? Uh, what are your handles?
1: Yeah, so my uh, personal page is eCleary with two Ys, E C, I my own name, E C L E A R Y Y. My real estate page is at Investment Realtors. My team's called Investment Team, um, but that wasn't available. So at Investment Realtors. I just launched a podcast. So think oh, well, I did, yeah, that's right. Down. Yeah, yeah so you, you and Johnson, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, so it's called Masters of the Market Podcast. Um, Love to have you as a guest. Absolutely, obviously, Absolutely. Uh, um, you've done something impressive here. So, appreciate, appreciate your time, it. having me on the show. And, appreciate uh,
0: you coming on, and uh, you have covering some
1: things that people enjoy.
0: <laughs> you have a tea time, so I'll let you back to that. F-158. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks, Ciao. Take care.